now tuned into the greatest. Boom. Okay. Okay, here we go. Watch Alton Brown. Yeah. Watch Alton Brown with his wife, Elizabeth. Great example of professional chef, at least celeb chef, who does a great home chef. Okay, this is a good point. Hey, listen. Alton Brown is not a professional chef. He's a home cook. And he even says mm-hmm. he is not a professional chef. But, but like, doesn't he own, like, a like a restaurant? I think Like, so. he's... You know, he's I'm like not, the honcho of it. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe we should fact check it, but I'm pretty sure that he is a home. Mm. I used to watch Alton Brown all the time. Yo, dude. Alton's my favorite, dude. Yeah, I used to love how you used to him and uh, Him and Ina. Yeah. Those and are my it, people. Yeah, and it's funny because like, you know, I think what's really important is what I meant by this video is, you know, I was pretty much referring to myself, but I actually know a lot of high-level chefs that really don't know how to cook at home, right? Like, yeah, yeah, or yeah. or get frustrated like I would when you know you're trying to execute for like four people, you know, in a small environment, different environment, so to speak. But it's crazy because like you know I really respect the fact that some uh, home cooks that actually create content on the internet they do such a great job with the filming and the editing. Yeah, and like you know they're like you know they do a really good job. Look at look good example. Look at Cedric. Cedric, um, I forgot what his name is, but uh, his at is. Let me see here. Um, his at is said. Okay. Cedric with a K. Cedric with a K. Yep. Okay. And uh, so C E D. Just Cedric. Yeah. Uh, um, his uh, last name is um, Lorenzen. Lorenzen. Okay. Cedric Lorenzen. Yeah. Got it. And look, he said, look at his, his, he looks like a professional chef, man. If you put it up on the screen, I'm telling you. And he does like desserts, but it's like all thirst, thirst trap music. Yeah. Look at it. Bro. I mean, look at, look at this. He's not a chef, man. He's home. Look at this. I mean, come on, come on, bro. Like he does such a good job. So if uh, people, that's pretty pro right there. Yeah. People are listening. We're, we're talking about Cedric who we just became friends and, uh, because honestly, I love his work, man, and I want to do it a couple of his videos. And uh, they—they—it's such a thirst trap, but at the same time, so it's really amazing how like you know, cooking at home is becoming like you know, dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a the thing, dude. For real. Yeah. You know what we should do? We should. I don't. I don't follow too many like baking people. You know, I, I follow a lot of like regular um, savory chefs. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, you know, it's funny because like I'm right now I'm, I'm gotta, I gotta stop spending time scrolling on TikTok, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm with you. You know, I, um, I have a rule with myself, but like on my days off, man, it's really difficult for me not to just like relax and chill and scroll and like, man, it is such a waste of time. I like being productive. Mm. I like being like using my time efficiently and I find myself like too much like scrolling. So now I'm going to put the, I'm going to put the limit on TikTok because sometimes like I want, like the reason why I look at TikTok is not only to be entertained, but it's also to see what the new trends are and see what people are doing, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think, man, I, dude, you, you open it up, you're like, All right, I'll be on here for 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden, three hours later, like, yeah. <laughs> it just takes you down the rabbit hole, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been stopping it myself because like well obviously I'm a lot busier now right with the yeah. with the whole shebang of the restaurant but like before I would definitely endlessly just keep on oh that's kind of cool whatever yeah. however I do limit like maybe 20 minutes in the morning the cool thing is now because I'm following like um I guess foodies foodie people yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff come up 
So I see them stuff and I tag them like, yo, I mean, you guys talk about whatever bomb food you should try at my ramen. So that's like the yeah. plug ish. Well, but I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I'll tell you what, KC, I'm so excited about this, this new thing I'm working on. Don't worry, everybody. I'm going to, I'm going to break the news pretty mm. soon. Here. So you heard it here first. Just don't slow worry. and steady. Chef slow and steady, you know, but I'll, I'll tell you what, <laughs> yo, I'll tell you what, man. I, um, I am super proud about this, um, about releasing the chef authorized studio on YouTube. So I've got yeah, five, yeah, yeah, yeah. five episodes dialed in, um, you know, five long episodes dialed in. It took me, took me a couple of weeks to get, but, um, I can't wait to roll this out. It's going to be great, man. It's super mm. basic, super basic, but I think it's really important for me to know so I can. So basically for everybody that's uh, out there, I'm starting a new, I know which way I want to take my YouTube and it's really like, I want to do basic uh, like school, like culinary school. But basically what I'm doing is I'm taking the CIA book, the professional chef, the ninth edition, and I'm kind of giving my opinion and also reading straight from the book and picking out the things that I think are important to apply to a chef career, right? Like nobody's yeah. reading that thousand page book, man. But I think what's really important is somebody like me taking, you know, taking snippets out all the cliff notes and explaining it, you know, that can translate to the up and coming chef and also the home cook. Because for me, what I realize yeah. is the problem that I'm having is every time I do an advanced technique, watch, I guarantee you, you'll see it. I'm posting a Granda video today on a modern take mm -hmm. on fish and chips. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. This is probably my favorite video so far that I've done with Granda. Oh yeah. It was so delicious, man. It was so delicious, dude. It was freaking so delicious, man. I, I, I wish I could send the video, but I've got to wait for Granda to post it. But um, anyway, mm. it's a modern take on, um, you know, this fish and chip. And I got to be honest, you know, he made this probably, I think he's in Europe somewhere, right? Look, mm. the product, the products and the ingredients are different all around the world, right? And I think what's, what's, what the biggest problem is, and I'm sure you can agree with this, is when people are making recipes at home, you know, they follow it to the T. But here's a good, yeah. here's a good example. Sometimes it doesn't translate. And I think the difference between me and a home cook is I can troubleshoot it like that right in a second correct yeah because yeah. yeah, the experience okay. yeah exactly a little bit less water or okay hey i need another starch here or hey okay this this potato is not going to work like i think that's really important and that's what i want to get at let me teach you how to troubleshoot mm. but like i gotta be honest like i was I'm, i was making this video yesterday and i'm like and i'm like you know it's crazy because like i know it might seem like i'm talking like blender identification right like small equipment yeah, yeah. like like casey i can't tell you Dude, I learned the hard way, man. When I walked into a restaurant, I didn't know what a buffalo chopper was. I didn't know what a food processor <laughs> was. And here's the thing. If you have somebody walk in your kitchen that doesn't know what a food processor is, you'd be like, oh, mm -hmm. damn, you're, you're new. You're new. Well, like, what I want to do is avoid that embarrassment. Like, here, this is a food processor. Mm. This is what it uses for. Like, here's my golden rule. Like, when you use it, you clean that motherfucker and you sanitize it, okay? And you put everything back where it needs to go, okay? How many times in the kitchen you go to use the food processor and the blade's missing? Bitch, I swear to God. Oh. That shit. You know, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Hey, as a chef, that shit. I do. The edge, then bro. that, uh, yo, after like 80 hours, you're like, why is it not spinning? And you're yeah. like, oh shit, there's no blade. <laughs> yo, yo. There's no I'm blade in it. Yeah, and, and so, oh, you know, that, that's common in the kitchen. So, like, for me, like, I don't expect it to be scrubbed every single time. But, like, if you yeah. use the blender, right, make sure, make sure the dish, you know, the porter or the dishwasher knows exactly where it goes, right? Back. Mm -hmm. where it goes. And make sure you wipe, sanitize the machine. You don't have to scrub it. Just wipe it down so there's no food product on it. Because how many times yeah. you walked in restaurants and you see, like, the small machines are just gross, bro. Like, 
Yeah, or like the mixing, the mixing bowl has like shit on. Oh my god, that pisses me the hell off. And and, and, man, if you put if you put a deli cup away wet, I'm fucking you up. If you put it away wet, I'm fucking you up. I'm fucking you up. Yeah, hundred (laughs) percent. It takes like two seconds. Like just do this and then put like oh my goodness. You know know what's funny? I'm not going to say the restaurant, but I worked at a restaurant. Um, it was a hotel, and uh, so it was very difficult to you know because obviously you have three or four dishwashers, and you know they're trying to wash all the china, all the silver, all the glass, Mm -hmm. and the kitchen equipment. And now I'll tell you what: next restaurant I open, I'm so sorry, but I am not washing china. And silver, and I'm, I'm not washing the kitchen equipment with the fucking china. I'm gonna have a separate machine, man. Yeah, right. it should be separate. Yo, hundred percent, it should be separate because like, like it's it's a different, well, not really temperature, but like no, 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 you no, don't want grease, the same harsh the chemicals grease. on the other one. Yeah, no, 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 the what grease too. The grease, yeah, the grease, the, the fucking food. Like, there's a difference between food that's already prepared and food that is not. I don't want to say raw, but like greasy saute pans and shit, and oily fucking you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, half sheet pans, bro. Listen, let's be honest. The three compartment sink is meant for these items. Guess what, man? You know, just yes. as well as I know, the dishwasher, you know, you can't expect to, yeah, to this is gonna put wash everything, bro. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is what I realize is like, you know, the thing is, is it's better just to invest and have a separate machine for, for a uh, glass in China or just glass and silver mm-hmm. or, or glass, China, silver in one machine and then kitchen equipment in the, through the other. But like, yeah. Now I'm telling you, I'm going to have a top loader, a top loader. And then on the bottom, we'll have a, you know, a little door uh, under underneath loader. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting off the subject. But what I'm saying is I started at this restaurant. (laughs) I'm sorry. I started this restaurant and uh, I remember like how they used to just treat the kitchen equipment. They would just fucking throw it all in a big Lexan and there'd be like, just throw everything in an inch of an inch of water in the bottom, bro. Inch of water. Right. And then they would just. They would just like, you know, go around and put everything away wet. But the problem that I'm ha- that I have is that when you're carrying that container with all those wet ingredients right, or all those wet, you know, tools and, and you know, pieces, mm. you know, they're, you're dripping water everywhere. Right. When you pull it out, it's dripping water. Like, dude, it's just so much. So I put a metro rack back there and I'm like, listen, kitchen equipment right here. You put everything right here. Organized. You mm. know what I'm saying? Deli cups right here. Air dry. Totally fine. I don't mind. But like once I created that system, it was so hard to keep that standard. Right. Like. Uh, everybody wants to revert back to the way they used to do things you know of and, course uh, you know because it's easier it's what yeah. they're used to blah blah dog and then when i when i went to go nobody thinks to clean the machines the small machines and like bro i'm telling yeah. you there was like four or five years of junk on some of these machines oh wow yeah gross gross man and i'm just like Listen, nobody even like delimed it or anything well, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about the small machines like so Blender, RoboCoop, uh, oh, oh, Blender, oh, got it, got it. You know, on the on the rat where where yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. the pasta machine, like dude, I'm like, no, this is fucking gross, man. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, listen, I'm like, here's the thing, you have to act like you're cooking for your family, for your kids, your kids. yeah, like you're putting the, like when I'm like a good example is like I brought some pineapple home for my kid the other day. And uh, it's like, okay, I need to make sure this is not too big. So where you can chew it, you know what I mean? Like I'm making sure yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go use a knife that I cut chicken to go cut the pineapple with. Right. Of course. But that's, that's how I'm with, with like, you know, kitchen dishes, you know what I'm saying? Like you have mm. to, like after it takes a, it takes a team. It can't just be one person doing it. It takes a team and everybody, you have to respect the, you have to respect the equipment, man. But like, I can't tell you how many times. Mm. I went to go pick up a, you know, a blender and there's like, you know, remnants of smoothie and remnants of puree and like (laughs) 
the biggest one was the food mill. That's you gross. Know what I'm talking about the food mill. Oh, the food yeah, mill. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. swear to God, man, I used to get so anal about that. Mashed potatoes underneath, just kind of caked over. Yeah, didn't pay attention to it. Oh I, I my used to God. Tell, I used yeah. to tell everybody, like, listen, if you if you don't take the time to explain to the dishwasher how to clean it properly when you drop it off, it's going to be your fault. Like, dude, I used to spread the love, man. Spread the love. Like, hey, yo, did you just make that? You just made mashed potatoes? Okay, cool. Check this. You know, I'd be like, hey, clean you know like I, man it's crazy but <laughs> i think that's important so you know well, at least back, you're teaching you know yeah yeah going back to you know this this youtube series i think what's really important is is teaching the the basics man the basics you know hey what is in, the difference between a new york strip and a filet mignon a lot of people don't know man, mm-hmm. and that's okay and I think mm-hmm. what's really important is is kind of like putting the diagram. Hey, we're not going to talk about all the primals. We're not going to talk about lamb, deer. You know, here, this is beef. This is what you need to know. Boom. And we're moving on, right? You get the highlight and you yeah. move on, right? I think that's really important to me. So that way, good example is like when I'm going to, you know, make a steak video and somebody asks, what cut is that? I can just refer back to YouTube. Here, go watch this video, right? And it shows exactly how to, mm-hmm. what, what, the, what the cut is and stuff like that. So your question is, um, this is this is your other video. Uh, what do chefs eat? Now, I, I wanted to answer this question because at home I'm an avid um, rice and chicken guy. Literally, I have pre-done rice and I have frozen chicken from uh, from BJ's that I just reheat all day, every day, like almost every night. Brandon, I eat chicken and rice yeah, every night. Me too. And a little, little bit of egg on top of it. That's it. That that's I don't I don't want to cook yeah. when I'm at the house. You know. Yeah. Uh, I sure you, I'm sure you feel the same way because like we're putting in like what 60, 70 hours fucking a week. Like I don't I don't want to cook, bro. Yeah, and it's hard for me to create content sometimes because I just want to relax. I, I don't want to freaking cook and yeah. prep it. But you know what? Uh-huh. I gotta be I gotta be honest, man. Like it's I have to stay sharp. You know what I'm saying? You know how like and I'm sure you can probably feel this. It's like you know when you cook for such a long time, you feel like you're kind of out of the know of like what the current trends are and like. I don't yeah. know, man. It's really important for me to sharpen my technique. You know what I'm saying? Make something that's out of the ordinary. But like, um, you know, when I'm cooking for myself, man, it's super basic, man. And you, you, it's crazy because I just recently got these um these noodles, man. They're like they're protein noodles, and they're pretty. They're pretty good, man. Yeah, my son wanted the packaging. Okay. Is, the packaging is amazing. I got it from Costco. He had to have them, and he doesn't like them, right. So I have these this thirty <laughs> this thirty pack of noodles that I got to hammer through. But each serving is ten grams of protein, so they're, they're really it's perfect for me. Actually. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I got to be honest, man, you know, I look for something that's super easy and, you know, efficient, right? Like, I think that's what's really important for me is cooking at the house. And I keep it super basic, too, because like, I don't know, once you get it, once you hit a certain age, you tend to eat more things that settle well with your stomach and that you don't want to. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, dude, listen, yeah, I don't mess with you. No, I know. Yeah. It's like, you know, when, when you get a little older, man, it's like certain things that you just kind of like stray away from, you know, and, and one of them for me is like raw garlic and onions. Like I used to love eating raw mm. garlic and onions, but like now it's like, can't I can't do it anymore. Your stomach hurts. No, it's not that my stomach hurts, but it's just like, it gives me indigestion. And it's like, sometimes I just avoid it. Ah. I just avoid it. So I'm not like, you know, burping up all day, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, or I have bad breath or whatever, but it's funny how like, chefs eat at the restaurant because bro we barely sit down to eat a meal like think about yeah. it. yeah we're standing up and eating yeah like, if, as we if, go pretty much yeah and if we do it's like quick like on on a five freaking, minutes not even yeah it's like quick on a freaking uh on a milk crate like chowing it down like behind the line but yeah that's funny yo let's talk about your ramen get up though man let's uh, dude how how awesome do you feel man i'm secretly jealous. um 
I know, I know, I know. I feel like, bro, Brandon. Did I, did I tell you how much I made the other day? That last bucks. Monday, five hundred bucks. Uh seven hundred dollars. That was the most worthy seven hundred dollars I've ever yeah. made. Like I, yeah. I, I was busy, Brandon. At one point, I had uh, I think seven tickets open, and I was just like, I took it all, and I'm like, okay, I need eleven bowls, two rice bowls, three sides. Yeah, put it all together, literally fix it all up, yeah. and then as it was. As it was happening, I see people coming in. I'm like literally just in the zone. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, damn. Now, if I got like maybe 10 tickets, I'd be overwhelmed. So I think personally for me, I think seven, seven was pretty much max. Yeah. And all, all came at once. And here I am thinking all came in at once. Literally, all of a sudden, just I heard ting, 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 ting on the on a ticket. I'm like, uh, <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna be rough. Yeah, but you I know only what? have four baskets. You know? Yeah, but that's okay, man. Listen, to put up a bowl of ramen, what does it take? It takes about uh, three minutes, right? Uh, about a minute and a half, yeah. And, a half. and then you got to package it. So it's all like maybe like five minutes. Yeah, you, that, should, you, know? you, should have, you should have your wife come package for you. You know, or have somebody come package. Should. Because like, I remember yeah, that was where she's that was, uh, that was definitely where working. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, she's, <laughs> she's out there. She's making the real money. That <laughs> Yeah, she's, she's making the real money. I'm yeah, barely making anything right now. Because I remember when my, my brother, when we opened the cloud kitchen, he, uh, you know, he was having a tr- tough time. Like it had to be one person cooking and then one person packaging. Because packaging, yeah. Believe it or not, like what people don't realize is actually putting it to go is an extra step. It is a lot of yeah, extra it steps, is. dude. It's a lot of extra steps, man. You got to get the container. You got to yeah. put it in the bag. You got to put the silverware, you know, drinks, add, you know, add on all that stuff. But what I'm really curious to see is like how, because are you only open Monday or are you Sunday too? So just Monday right now, I can only handle the Monday um, by myself. Uh, any, I think any more than that, I'd be way overhead, uh, too much on yeah. my on my end. So now just for Mondays, uh, slowly and steadily though, like bro, I think I think if I can top out a forty bowls. So Brandon here, I I prepped for twenty bowls last Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think it should be okay because the the week prior I did like eighteen bowls. I'm like, I'll prep a little extra. I'll do like 20, 23 bowls maybe. Bro, as soon as I opened my uh, my KDS that morning, I had like three pre-orders already. I'm like, ah, uh, that's three done. Mm. So that's that was like six bowls. I'm like, I'm going to prep like extra. So I prepped up to 30 that day and I I I ran out by like literally like four or five o'clock. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to run out Yeah. with the extra stuff. That's I made extra eggs. That's good, bro. Oh, it was, it was bananas. So I'm like, ah, damn it. Like, how do I... And how 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 long yeah. does it take? How long does it take you to prepare to prep? So you got the pork, you have the noodles come, you got ready to go. So you need also to here. So I go in Sunday around nine o'clock, uh, specifically like so I don't I don't have any more pork, I don't have any more any more broth. So or rather I should say I, I saved the mother stock. Um, the the pork takes four hours, the broth takes four hours. So I'm gonna get there Monday uh, Sunday nine o'clock. Literally everything will be just stewing. Um, so in about in a span of two hours, I can get all the veggies and all the, the sauces done. Yeah. And then I'm waiting for the broth and the pork to finish. Obviously, it still needs to cool. And then the next morning, Monday, I get in like around 10, portion all the pork. Yeah. will take me, I don't know, 30 minutes or whatever. All the setups already. Um, so in total, I want to say like eight hours total yeah. just for prep time you could on def- both days. And then yeah. I'm live, you know, Monday. You could definitely start training somebody for sure. <laughs> it's gonna be hard for you to let go. But Trust like, me, I know, dude. I'm telling you, once you get to once you get to a certain amount of revenue, man, it's gonna you you'll need it, you know, because yeah. because you're yeah, gonna yeah. start maxing out as one person. But that's good, dude. That's amazing, bro. I'm telling you, man. It's 
And it's a different type. It's a different type of work. You know what I mean? Mm, different like, type of work. Like I mindset. really feel for this. Yeah. Yeah, you, man. You have a different mindset. You're like, dude, I'm going to make this happen. Like this is. Yeah. Ain't no going yeah, down yeah. from here. That's the best part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm also like, if it's their first time, you know, I'm giving them like an extra egg or some shit. Yeah. Or um, like a if it is like a smaller piece of pork, I'll just literally, I'll comp that out. Yeah. Um, but my always the, the, it, it's should, been going well, bro. You should you should definitely have a freebie in the in the bunch, man. You should have something that's low like low hanging fruit, whether it's like a side of vegetable or yeah. something that shows value. I think that's always yeah, a good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's always a good touch, man. You know. Hmm. Like even just the egg, like I so I don't cut it, Brandon. Like I I serve them whole, so that way when they get to whatever you know they eat it, they yeah. they get to have the experience of cutting it. Yeah. And I know for a fact that shit's gonna be Perfect. gonna be money no matter what. Just, they open it like, oh my god, it's Jamie. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. That's like, I've been tagged like quite a few. I don't I don't know how to handle all the social stuff going on right now. No, it's a lot. It, keep it riding, bro. Keep it riding. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm keeping riding. Go slowly. I, I think keeping it riding. I think the biggest benefit is like, dude, you were able to cook in this restaurant without any rent. That's amazing. Overhead. Yeah. Without That's any overhead. Because that that pressure is freaking real, my G. Yeah. That pressure is absolutely real, man. That pressure is so real. I'm going to prep for 35. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good, I think. Until we'll sold see. Out. And, then, and then you should build the hype throughout the week, you know, like uh, post on your yeah. social you know? I tried doing the TikTok ads, but like I can't use trending sounds. That's the only thing. I don't know if you knew, like if you switch your uh, TikTok to a business account, yeah, um, all the sounds uh, get limited. Like like ninety percent, you can't use any almost anything. Yeah. So you just have to use whatever is licensed for commercial use, you know. Sure. Which is fine, but I was just like, ah, damn it! I kind of want to go back the other way. Yeah. So yeah, you know, people will see it, et cetera, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Did you do you have a Tanami uh TikTok or do you just using your personal? I'm just using my personal, yeah, for now. Yeah. Yeah. I but I do you. have a personal uh, actually its own like Instagram page. So mm. that's perfect. It reverts back to that um, kind of a thing. That's yeah, how I'm okay. keeping up. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Yeah, I'm gonna wear I wanna wear your shirt in a video one of these days. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Dude, the merch is dope, right, man. I got, you, man. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was my first t-shirt, by the way. Yeah. I designed that a long time ago. But I didn't I didn't think of anything like it was gonna be tied into my my ramen shop. I was just like, yeah, whatever. It looks yeah. cool. Yeah, I know, man. That's what you know, there's like three top things that everybody asks me for. One is merch, one is a knife, which knives I use, and then also the next mm -hmm. one is like pans, like kitchen equipment. But I'm about to, I want to start this deal with this uh, Spanish company that's called uh, Lucar, L-U-C-A-R, or shoot, I forgot what okay. it's called. Let me see. Um, Lacor Home. Have you heard of them? Lacor Home? No, I've never yeah. heard of them. Yeah, there we go. That's like it. an equipment company? Yep, they come, they come mm. out of Spain. Really good, uh, really good. So anyway, so I, I want to try them because, uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, I'm looking for somebody to partner with, but I want to see how their pants match up. You know what I mean? Mm. You never know until you actually use it, right? Like you never know. Yeah, that's correct. Carbon seal looks nice. I'm a yeah, sucker for all clads. All yeah. I'm like, that's my favorite thing ever. I know, but I think cool, I, man. I, I, I would I would argue that uh, you know, I think all all clads are a little bit overpriced nowadays compared to their, oh, very their, overpriced their their competitors, and it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
if you were in a professional restaurant, I t- completely understand that saute pan is being used and banged, you know, seven all day to 50 yeah. times a day. Right. But if you're at all home, day, do you, do you really need an all clad pan? I'll be honest. My all clads, they're just, they're just like warriors. Right. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like, I also have made in, I also have, you know, I also mm-hmm. have, I have a t- ton of different pans and like, the thing is, is for the best price, you know, like if anybody's out there and you want the best price that's going to freaking last forever, then cast iron, right? But you have yeah, to Yeah, cast care. iron's the best. And it's freaking heavy, man. Like, dude, my, like, yeah. I, I love using cast iron, but my wife doesn't even touch those things, man. She don't even, she don't even waste time. She didn't waste one <laughs> second touching cast iron ever. Too heavy. too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Too heavy, so, too ridiculous to clean. Well, it's, I would say too ridiculous to maintain is the, the word. Maintain because, that. Like, that's what I meant. To maintain. Yeah, not clean. Yeah. And, and, and you well, know what? Like, you can still clean it. Yeah, the thing is, is like, I don't know about everybody else, man, but I clean it and wash it like a regular saute pan and then just make sure it's mm-hmm. dry after. Like, yeah. dude. People and then you get like, reseasoned. Same shit, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, man, people take it too seriously, man. Too seriously. Mm-hmm. Dude, and then like the one thing is, is there's this uh, there's this pizza restaurant in uh, in Chicago that we went to and they they have not washed their pans since the 70s. So, wow, they're, they're the pans they bake the pizza in, right? And because mm. I was like, I was like, man, this crust is crazy, right? Like, and, uh, and yeah. it's funny because like, I was like, because I was like, hey, I just want to know about like a little bit more about the pizza, pizza pans. And uh, he, yeah. sh- he showed me and this thing was caked, like, caked like on the on bottom. It. Yes. Stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, it was a steel pan. It was really caked on. But, you know, the dough slides right out. Like, bro, it's like part yeah. of the pan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. and I, I, I'm part not of the lie. flavor now. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't taste gross. Like nothing was gross. It was just like the the crust was thick and it had a different like texture. I was like, damn, how the hell did they get this? I'm like, hey, what, what kind of pan you guys use? And he's like, oh man, these pans are great. And then he showed me, and I was like, this was when I was working. <laughs> at, this is when I was working at Alinea at the time. So you know, every single mm. pan didn't have one didn't have one brown spread spec, right? Oh, of course. But I I saw these and I was just like, damn, bro, these need to be washed, man. And he and I was like, uh, and it was funny because I kind of was like, I was like, damn, it's like, so do you guys ever wash these or they just stay? You know, you just he's like, no, that's the seasoning. That's what we. That's how we use it. This is the the purpose. And I'm like, damn. I mean, Casey, we're talking about like this thick of black shit. <laughs> nice because, because it's from the oil it's from the oil from the pizza dough that goes in the pan and then it just gets caked on He's baking and burnt in. off yeah and then just that that process repeats itself but they only have like 10 of them so they just pump out these pizzas all day long like uh mm-hmm. i forgot what the restaurant was called it's called pequots i'm not sure i've totally forgot okay to i'm not too big on pizza because you know lactose my my stomach just can't handle lactose man yo Dude. i had i had a parmesan shard yesterday Brandon, like that is like a sliver, not even. As soon as even I got home, I, I was, yeah, I can't do it. Even hard cheese? Damn. I couldn't do it. Like I got home, my stomach was was just about to like burst. I was just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Damn. <laughs> Cannot dude, do it. crazy, dude. I can handle, I can handle yeah. hard cheese, but not soft cheese. I can't yeah, do man. it. You know what? It's so funny, man. Not dairy whatsoever. I stay away from dairy, man. I fucking, I can't do dairy either. If I'm going to... Then I'm gonna I'm gonna suffer with ice cream. Ice cream, I love ice yeah. cream. Yeah, ice cream but, I do. I take a lactate pill. That's yeah. fine, but yeah, I can't do hard cheese. I can't do any <laughs> any dairy whatsoever. I can do raw dairy. I can do raw dairy for some reason. Raw dairy doesn't hurt me. Uh, kefir okay. and uh, like raw milk. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, man. The Halo Top ice cream. The Halo Top ice cream doesn't affect me one bit, dude. Barely. And really? I think, I think it's just because it's a small amount and it's also skim milk. But like, dude, it's, it's yeah, amazing. interesting. Yeah. 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 It's just the lactate percentages, I guess. You know, it's just, I, my stomach just cannot 
for for the life of me. Yeah, so all y'all, all y'all young bucks out there, wait until you get a little bit older. Wait until you hit your mid thirties. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait, bro. Oh get, my get, goodness. Getting up out of bed is a little hits different. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, <laughs> it's crazy man. I see my I see my little three year old jump out of the bed like literally do a front flip out of the bread and i'm just like, yeah God, damn dude i can't even i can't even get up that fast bro like it's crazy <laughs> Not anymore man. right hey so i got a question uh on your on your black ash technique right so this is a yeah. technique we we call it a high-end technique because you really need to understand how to not mask the flavor but like combine the flavor so it's not you're not just tasting fucking charcoal yeah. right you want to you want to play and the video you should play the video for the people yeah 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 we'll do, do play, we'll play the video and give then, me a sec and then let's let's so talk this is on brandon's channel for this sauce i know it's controversial and some people will think it's burnt but i've done this technique before and it was in a three michelin star restaurant and the thing is is like you have to be a trained professional to pull this off this is an ash sauce. I know exactly what he's doing. It's going to have a flavor profile of the spices and the vegetables that he uses, but it's a common technique in fine dining to change the color of a sauce. And believe me, if when I tell you, it doesn't taste like it looks. And uh, I think this technique is really awesome. They have a lot of cool techniques on the Granda app. You should go check it out. I'm going to tag them below. It's so worth it. I mean, look how cool. Look at that. Just me. It pitch black. Chef off. Yeah. Just pitch black. So for everybody that uh, that is listening uh, and can't see the video, basically I'm duetting a video that um, that it was a, basically an ash sauce and it's a pitch black sauce and and basically he is scorching yeah. he is scorching the some of the ingredients to add to the sauce. But if you notice, you know he's also adding spices that are toasted. He's also adding spices. you know garlic. That's yeah. you know he's also adding a stock. He's adding you know a few other ingredients to help complement this. So basically the the ash is just being used to color the sauce, but it's so dope looking, right? Mm. And I don't think people understand, but like when you completely incinerate something, like it really has no flavor, right? Like, correct. You, it's you, just flat. Like yeah, nothing. Exactly. Like you, like we've, I did it with peppers. So basically with, uh, we did the difference between, uh, okay. So I'll tell you exactly. We were trying to make a sauce for a banquet. Right. But like, it just didn't make okay. sense. It didn't make sense to have, we needed a hundred portions of sauce, hundred two ounce portions. Right. So then, you know, two ounces, okay. hundreds, 200 ounces. And then, so we needed two gallons of sauce. Bottom yeah, line. correct. You know, to take that amount of Scotch bonnet and pick them and, you know, peel them. And so we did the difference. We grabbed orange bell pepper, right? Okay. And got and it. Just added. So we took a percentage of habanero and then the rest, uh, orange bell pepper, because it's just, it's easier to take fucking 12 bell peppers, you know what I'm saying? It completely incinerate them. And then just take one or two mm. habaneros and completely incinerate them instead of picking yeah. the stem on all those. All fruits. habaneros. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So it's like we did the taste difference. And I'm telling you, once you get to that that vegetable ash color, you know, you're not it doesn't taste like too much like the vegetable. There might be a hint of it, but nothing, nothing crazy. But yeah, I think I think and I just I just recently um, duetted another video because, uh, you know, it's controversial. And I think people think people get bent out of shape because especially, man, I hate to say, it, but especially my American people, you know, I, I'm a proud, I'm a proud American, but sometimes we're just ignorant to any other techniques in like, you know mm. what I'm saying? And then it's like, it's vice versa, man. It goes the other way with like, I'm not gonna lie, French chefs, European chefs, you know, they're the same way about mm. American chefs, right? They, you know, mm -hmm. they, uh, they, you know, they kind of think same mentality. Like, we all trash each other. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I think it's kind of silly, man, to be honest. I think, you know, we should all like, you know, be open-minded. Now I will admit this technique is not new, right? They, they were doing this in, you know, in, in Mexico a long Ages. time ago, man, like long time ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I just think this is the base for mole. You know, like people just don't get it, man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, hundred percent, man. It's like, dude. But I will argue that you need to be a trained professional to pull it off correctly, right? Like, yeah. I trust me, yeah. I've had a cook, I've had a cook make a black sauce before, and like, dude, it was so bad, so bad. <laughs> My guy used way too much of the ash, man. And so, like, basically, mm. when I went to go take a bite, the texture was off. He didn't pass it. Yeah, he didn't strain it. Mm. And um, you know, in the in like, you could you could taste it. It tasted like an ashtray, like ashes in an ashtray. It was gross, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I guess you know that's the difference too. So, like, here's the question, right? We're from Smurf Aaron, is his name. Uh, chef, my concern is about health rather than the flavor. I do yeah. believe that professionals can pull it off, but doesn't it burning makes it carcinogenic? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, so does mm. grilled hamburgers. So does grilled <laughs> food. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Like, listen, man. Or I'm barbecue. Like, yeah. literally everything that's, you know, everything has a color on it. Yes, 100%. And guess what? You can walk down the street and get cancer. You know what I'm saying? You could, <laughs> Listen, listen, it is what it is, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, I try to tell people all the time, like, you... You are in charge of your own body. I can't tell you what to eat and what not to eat, but I'll tell you what, man, I am not going to live my life scared of, you know, having barbecued food. I love barbecue food, but I have, I'll be honest, mm -hmm. my, one of my, one of my clients, he, he does not, he zero bar, zero grilled foods. If there's a flame touching it, he doesn't oh, yeah. it. does not want it. Wow. He, he wants it in a saute pan only. And guess what? Guess what? He doesn't like things cooked in any type of oil. It has to be olive oil only. Mm -hmm. And I don't like cooking olive oil, but guess what? It's not my decision. Yeah, because you know, and you know, and it's like, listen, yeah. you okay? Hey, hey, I don't care what anybody says. Like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna mess up the high heat. Listen, I get you, I understand, but sometimes when you're not cooking for yourself, you don't have a say in how people want their cook their food cooked. Bottom line, yeah. And uh, and it's funny because like now I have been so much more susceptible to cooking things in olive oil just because because that's the way I do it for him. So I'm like, okay, all right, well, I'll do it. yeah. <laughs> canola canola all the way here i, I love canola it's, i mean i think it's just because of the neutral flavor and, and like there's a hint of uh sweet i guess in my in my taste dude listen i, I like I, it a lot more than anything i prefer uh safflower safflower or sunflower oil safflower is mean, nice a little too pricey for I, my end but yes yeah i know i know it's pricey and i know like a lot of people will disagree but like sometimes the avocado oil just doesn't do it for me right like mm. it just doesn't it's just like yeah, I remember the first time I had blood sausage. Like, I it was so good, man. And like, I was. Just, mm, oh, I love blood sausage, different. man. This is, this is different. And then, um, you know, and then I watched one of my chefs make it, and I was like, "This is fucking disgusting." Ew, like <laughs> gross. Yeah, but you know what, man? It's like you know, you have to. There's so many things that us Americans we don't like. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate because we're not yeah. open minded, you know, and like. The thing is, is like, you know, God forbid you post a, you know, a recipe online and then you have, you know, the comment section chefs that just like come and eat you alive. And I feel bad for some of these young cooks because, man, when I was a young cook, man, I used to take things so personally, bro. You oh, know? of course. Of course. And like now I could care less, man. You ain't paying my bills. So like it doesn't really matter to me. Like, <laughs> like, like some of these some of these comments be, you know, absolutely ridiculous. But it's funny because like I can deal with it like you can deal with it, too. Right. Like we, we can both deal with them. Yeah. But for some of these young cooks just that, like who, are just, who are just trying to be adventurous, trying to cook some different types of things, man, they can't take the criticism. man. you know, I think a lot of the young yeah. cooks, you know, probably feel the same way. They work so hard to like create a dish, put it on the Internet and then they get blasted. You know, some of yeah. them, some, I some guess of it's the, time, the skin, too. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah, I, it never really bothered me at all. Like at yeah, all. No. In no. any of my 
Are you kidding me? On any of my journey, I don't think. You can't you can't hurt my feelings, bro. I shit on myself harder than anybody, yeah. right? <laughs> listen. Exactly. Real. Yeah, listen. But you know what's crazy is like, man, I have to be honest. Like, what a lot of people don't realize is some of these videos are just strictly editing. They're editing for the shot. You know, I do that too. Sometimes like I'll fuck something up and I'll just shoot the shot, right? I'll mess something up and I won't put it in the video, right? It's very yeah. difficult to critique somebody on a 30-second video. Like yeah. Oh, you didn't add salt. Yeah, bitch. I'm not going to fucking film it every single time. But yes, I did add salt. Thank mm -hmm. you very much. Move on. Or uh, you flamed the pan. That's my favorite. Because uh, on my... I get... Oh, it went viral, by the way. My uh, my second time I posted the black garlic video. Um, oh. I redid it like brand new. I, I did some things to like trigger people. And one of yeah. them was flaming the pan. Yeah. It, with the amount of comments I can get that I get from rookie mistake. We don't do that. You get flamed. I'm like, bro, come on. Come on yeah. now. But listen, sometimes, on, like, but like sometimes it's worth it. Like if you, you know, to trigger people because then it, 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 it makes them comment. Like, and I hate to say it, but I've done it. Too. <laughs> I've done it too before. Like loud yeah. chewing or like, uh, you know, in mm -hmm. the beginning of the video, you chew, you like that, dude. Yeah. yeah. Sets Piss people off. People off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'm telling you right now, like when I looked at the end, I had, I made these boiled peanuts and I was eating them off mic because they are delicious Ooh. and it was really gross. Love boiled peanuts. Ah, oh, dude, I love them too. But you know, to eat them, you gotta like slurp the shit and like, you know, you know, yeah, of out. course. And it's funny. Cause I, I put that shit right in the beginning of the video. Like, you know, <laughs> where I'm just like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trigger the fuck yeah, out of everybody. Smack in my lips. And it's funny because, uh, yeah, I had like multiple comments like, dude, did you have to, did you have to chew into the mic? Like, oh, you like, yes, yes, I did. Actually. Closer, closer, please. Yeah. And it, it's funny how those, how the ASMR videos freaking, you know, they're just like, it's they crazy. They just pop off. Yeah. They really do. Like, yeah. uh, people really want to hear that stuff. Yeah. Um, I do, uh, one more, one more thing, um, as we kind of, uh, go towards uh, the end of the, the pod, the, Again, um, I think we can reiterate what is the difference between home chef or home cook versus professional. Again, it's like it's such I, I get it so many times. I know you get it so many times. Yeah. I know our mutuals get it so many times. Yeah. But give me give me your quick little rundown on what you're yeah. differentiating. This on is that this is really easy. Okay. And I want I just want to preface this by saying the home cook and the chef, you know, they're equally respectable. Okay. Listen, they're equally respectable. All right. Straight up. Um, and if you haven't seen my previous video, just like I said, I am a great chef. Like I have very, I'm very, and sometimes it comes off in a video, like, you know, kind of like, I don't know, like cocky, but it's just confidence. Mm. Like I can walk into yeah. the kitchen and, you know, I can handle shit. And I take pride in that being competent in the kitchen. Now, the difference in my eyes between being a chef and being a home cook is the prerequisite of running a kitchen, okay? Uh, now, let's be honest. That's a gray area, okay? But listen, if you were at a sous chef level and you were running the line and you are expediting the tickets and you're, you're a sous chef, you are a beginner chef to me. I'm calling you chef, right? You deserve that title if you're a sous chef. Mm -hmm. But I will play devil's advocate here if you are in, you know, uh, you know, Casey's bar and grill <laughs> and you're, and you're, you know, and you're a sous chef on, you know, on, you know, they use these titles in restaurants like this, where it's not really, that's not really how it goes. Right. Like it doesn't pertain. Yes. Yeah. Like if you are a sous chef at California pizza kitchen, like get the fuck out of here. Okay. That's not, to me, that is more of a kitchen manager role. And listen, it, you're still a I chef, love CPK, but it's, 
Listen, so do I, man. I like the barbecue chicken. Oh, yeah. Um, the bar- Yo, I was about to say the barbecue yeah, chicken. Hey. Come on. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, and like, this is not me bashing on that. You know, it's funny because the, the, um, the, they were the two guys that started that, or the guy that started that. Um, they were, they worked for Wolfgang Puck, man. And they, bro- they oh, broke, they yeah? broke off and, and started their own. I had shit, no idea. Man. Dude, that's, yeah, yeah, man. Wow. And one, one of the partners is still at Hotel Bel Air, the banquet chef. And he's, I feel mm. like the original, one of the original guys. But anyway, um, um, what what I'm saying is is the prerequisite to being a chef is running your own kitchen, running a kitchen. All right, that's that's the bo- that's the bottom line. Like, there's no there's no ifs ands or buts about it, right? Like, um, to me, if you say that you're a professional chef, like, listen, I'm I'm going to hold you accountable, right? Like, yeah. look, so so many people, so many people would talk the walk, you know, talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk, right? Mm. I've seen it so many times, like, and now I'm going to play devil's advocate here and say that, listen, just because you're a chef doesn't make you a good chef, right? Like there's so many like plumbers out there and electricians out there that are, that are shitty people, right? They just suck. I've seen so many chefs that just suck, but mm. I'm not downing. I'm not like downing them. It's just the way of the world, man. And you have also some home cooks that are just absolutely stunning. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Look, Joshua Wiseman, great example. Bro, mm. how can you freaking how can you argue with his with his content, what he's doing? You know, people call him a chef, but he even says, look, I'm not a chef. That that title belongs to people that have earned it. Then he says in his video, man, and it's like, and it's like, I got so much respect for that because he's like, no, listen, I'm a home cook yeah. and I'm a badass <laughs> home cook. And he puts the steak yeah. in the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's that's my uh two cents on it. And like I think what's really important is like, don't look, don't take offense to it, anybody out there. But there are a lot of phonies out there. There are a lot of people that, you know, they graduate culinary school. They want to start posting on the internet. They have their chef jacket on with their, with their, uh, with their uh, title with and the shit. Name. And their, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And listen, I am not hating on them at all. But what I will say is it only takes one catering gig or one, um, you know, one family or somebody to, to hire them as a chef. And then mm-hmm. technically, listen, technically they are a chef. You know, and yeah, I can't argue that. Hundred percent. And listen, if like if you have your own meal prep company or catering company and you're actually running a kitchen with you know prep cooks underneath you, you know, technically you're, you're a, chef. a chef. Now, yeah. did you do what it, did you do what it took? Like, is that the right way to be a chef? I mean, listen, I don't know. I don't have those answers, but like I'm not gonna sit here and you know, get your bread, do what you gotta do. Yeah. But when it comes time to teaching other people technique, like, or teaching other people like proper technique, how to fillet a fish, how to do this. Like, mm-hmm. dude, if you want to teach what you've learned in culinary school, okay, that's great. Hey, listen, do, do you, but at the, at the end of the day, it's like, should you call yourself a chef? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's All where I'm blurred saying. lines. It is. It is. It's a gray area too, man. It's like, it's a gray area. Uh, a cook that worked with me at Hotel Bel Air, right? He, um, you know, obviously when the pand- pandemic happened, we saw a sh- big shift in the culinary world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, s- uh, prep cooks becoming sous chefs and sous chefs getting promoted from cook to freaking uh, executive chef right away. Well, listen, he got that title. He went from cook to su- to executive chef. Wow. All right? And big uh, jump. They, this company, this co- company hired him as an executive chef and he's like, fuck, I have no idea what I'm doing. And he reached out to me. He's like, Chef, can you help me navigate this? He's like, I have no idea mm. about PL. I don't know anything about running specials, but he's like, you know, I'm like, dude, you can do this. I'm like, I'm like, hey, you have the skill set to do this, man. You cook very good, but now it's not about cooking. It's about leading. And it's I was about leading. I was, yeah. And I was like, listen, you need to take a step back, take a deep breath, but now you're gonna be held accountable. All right. So here's the thing. 
This is what a profit or loss statement is. And I'm showing them and I'm showing, hey, this is how you schedule. Yeah. Right. Labor is very important. You got to manage the numbers. This is your job now. And when we got off the phone, I said, all right, chef, have a good have a good day. I'll talk to you later. Let me know if you need some help. And he's yeah. like, oh, don't call me. Don't call me that. I'm like, you're a chef now, man. You are a yeah, chef now. You, you need to act like it. You need to act like it. This company hired you with the title of executive chef. You need to fucking pony up, my guy. And yeah, ultimately, yeah, yeah. what what ended up happening is he decided to go work as in, he had a Michelin level background too. Michelin level. Of he, course. Uh, yeah. He stepped back from that position and now he's a sous chef back in Los Angeles. But he did the go. smart thing. That's okay. He's like, yeah, okay. I don't want, this is not something that's like, you know, uh, that I can handle. And then now he's, mm -hmm. he's back at being a sous chef, which technically he's still a chef. Still a chef. Yeah, I'm still a chef. But I guess once you get promoted, I, I think there's a lot of that in our industry too, you know, because we are short staff. They think that management thinks you can handle it. So they, they'll supersede some, some steps to get you along the way just to fill in the gap per yeah. se, right? Quote unquote. But I think it's do your due diligence will be where it's at after, you know, you, you get to see after yeah. if you're up to snuff, if not. But well, my take on it is always, you know, if they're looking for a chef, um, if you go indeed, no matter where you are, whatever the hell it is, um, there's always a prerequisite. If you read it, at least managed a restaurant three years as sous chef, exec yeah. sous, or two years as executive or five, whatever the fuck it is. There's a yeah. prerequisite there. And that's my, that's my one take on it. That yeah. You have to have a prerequisite to this title. It's not just something that you, it's given to you because yeah. that prerequisite means you can lead, you can do numbers, you can make a profit for mm -hmm. the business that's hiring you as yeah. a chef. Yeah. So I don't know. We I can, we that. can go, we can go but, around in circles on us, but, but definitely a big yeah, I know, area. I know. And, and you know what? I see a lot of I see a lot of phonies on Instagram and TikTok. It's like, you know, listen, they they want to pretend like they're chefs. But what I encourage everybody to do, and uh, this is not me hating. So please let me just start off by saying that I'm not hating. I don't drink mm -hmm. haterade. People can get the bag however they want. What I want you to do is ask for the credentials. That's it. You don't have to say anything yep. else. Myself and Casey, we have both of our our resumes. Out. My portfolio is pinned to the top right of on my top. profile because, yes, I want you yep. to ask me, hey, where did you work? Where did you train? Because, bitch, I put in so much work to build my resume to what it is, and I have the skill level to back it up. But, like, in mm. all honesty, there's a blurred line with my content because it's like I'm cooking different things all the time. You see it. It's it'll yeah. be something high level, and then I'm making tostadas, right, or refried beans. Because for me, mm. I don't want I don't want to pigeonhole myself into that fine dining Michelin level, um, you know, content creator, right? Yeah. It's just it's just so difficult to follow up with all the questions and like you know sometimes like you know it's too much for people right like look, look wait until you see this fish and chip video I just I just post uh mm. Rhonda just posted is is dope on IG. I loved making yeah. that man. That that's a technique mm. I'm gonna reuse and I shouted out the chef and can we you know what let's talk about this. Can we normalize sharing recipes? It's totally fine. Like yeah, it's totally fine. So bent out of shape, man. Like yo, if anybody wants yeah. to take any one of my recipes and not credit me, I don't care. You know why? Yeah, because it's a recipe. I, Dude, I didn't like I didn't invent any recipes. I always gather what I know from the internet from, you know, and, and then I you know I might put my own spin on it, but dude, nobody's claiming things here. People get so upset, like, oh, he did it first, dude. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I I enjoy making other chefs' recipes and respecting the shit out of them, right? Saying, hey, chef, this yeah. is a great recipe. Right? Like, here's a good example. That black garlic video I posted, that black garlic video. Mm. I'm sorry, the uh, black butter Look fire. Video. The black Listen, butter, but yeah, the black butter. 
okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell myself here. I thought it was stupid to begin with. I thought it was stupid. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, oh, wow. Stupid, why do people just, why do people just add squidding to everything? Casey, I fucking tasted this butter, bro. And I was like, okay, okay. This is fucking yeah. good. Yeah. And I felt bad because I was like, okay, all right. Fuck. I'm like, see, that's why. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, damn it. But listen, I, but like, I, from the outside looking in, Oh, let's make black butter. Like I, there's so many times where like chefs would be like, Oh, let's make this compound butter. Let's make this compound butter. Oh, let's make, and I'm not gonna lie. Some of them are trash and it's like, okay, just give me a regular piece yeah. of butter. But I went into this and listen by browning the butter completely brings out all the umami possible. That little bit of dark soy, mm. that, that black garlic, you know, black garlic is good by itself. You can eat it like candy by and itself, just by itself. The, yeah. nut, the nuttiness and then the flaky salt on top. I ate it with a piece of bread and I was like, you know what? This is, this is fucking delicious. It really is. Mm. I'm like, this just is on really the butter. Good. I'm like, yeah, like you barely taste the squid ink, right? Like there's no, like there yeah. was, I put a, a teaspoon, right? Yeah. And I got to, I got to admit, I was actually floored and I am going to use this technique in the future. Right. Yeah. And my hat's off, my hat's off to the chef because at, cause I was one of those, listen, I was one of those people because uh, Granda was like, Hey, can you make this black butter? I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. Like, yeah. Here we go. Like I'm, I'm, I can smell the <laughs> And I'm like, you know, this right. is stupid. But, then I, but, then I, but then I was thinking in my head, like, you know, usually we soften the butter and then add whatever, right? Yeah. Dude, by browning the butter, awesome. Dude, uh, I can't even. You think it would be Nutty greasy? component. Too? You think it would be greasy? No, sir. When you whip wow. it back over ice, when you whip it back over ice, it comes back together. It was fucking amazing. It was really good. And uh, mm -hmm. it was a different level. It was a different level. And I was just like, okay, I know, I know this sounds stupid, but you know, chefs, we get excited about dumb shit. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, and uh, I, mean, I get excited over noodles, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't and then, and then wait, wait till you see the video I post today, man. I made this uh, focaccia bread by uh, Joe Sasto, Chef Joe Sasto. That's Ooh. another. He posted his recipe, and I made his recipe, and I'm gonna credit him. But like, I don't think he would be mad if I didn't credit him. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Because, yeah. Yeah. If I just if I didn't if I didn't like credit him and I just reached out and say, hey, chef, I made this. This is dope. But I am because I think I think the reason why I loved his focaccia was to see all the bubbles. And uh, you know, this, yeah, you know, this is this is frowned upon when you're making focaccia. You know that, right? Like mm. when you make focaccia. Oh no, I do not. I don't make it too much, so I have no idea. Yeah. yeah, you don't want those big bubbles when you're making focaccia. You want it to be really you know, small bubbles, but you know, even. And when he made it, I was like, you know what? That's a great idea, and I love it, man. I love the when you see those big bubbles, man. They, I don't know. They kind of is it because of the air pockets? Is that what it yeah. is? It's just it's too much. Incorrect. Like, think if you saw a piece of sourdough bread, like a uh, sourdough bread with huge bubbles in it, you'd be like, what the fuck? This is wrong. Oh, oh I got you. I understand. You know you. I understand you. Well, well his focaccia is on purpose like that, right? But I, when I made it, I was like, this is glorious, man. This is this is amazing. I love this. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. it was great. Man. And he has a he has a focaccia pop up as well, which is cool. Oh, shit. Didn't know. Yeah. I just like watching his. his I, I mean, again. All of our, I want to say mutuals, right? All of the yeah. chef people it's that we follow, the, uh, the food creators, no matter yeah. what level, I all admire because I'm just like, yes, I, I maybe I haven't thought of it that way, you know? Or maybe yeah. I can, I can pull some kind of idea from said process that everyone's yeah. kind of doing, yeah. Because um, there's you know never I, enough of it. Yeah, you know what I got to do? I got to get back to the plating, the plating uh, routine. You know, plating food. You know. Mm. I, I'm losing my finesse a little bit. I'm losing my grace, you know, by Whoa. just, uh, yeah. Bro, but that's okay. I'm, I'm you, want, you want to talk about plating? I, I play everything in circles. So <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> let's not talk about plating right now. It's just, yeah. I'm just like, really? How are we going to play this? Oh, let me guess. Circle hey, stack. You know what? Cool. I got to I got to admit, like, listen, all to all my chefs and young cooks out there, when you're creating dishes, 
when you're, uh, you know, plating dishes, listen, nine times out of 10, I'm going to give the cook the framework. I'm going to say, hey, listen, go ahead, freestyle. But you know what? I've had so much success when I would say, hey, plate it how you want, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're working the station. They're going to be plating six, seven, 10, 10 of them at a time. And for yeah. me as a chef, I remember putting so many damn components on a goddamn plate and it was so ridiculous. And it's like, yeah. what's the point when the guest gets the, gets the plate and it's ice cold, right? Or because the components are chilled now. And yeah. so what I realized is like, you know, when you simplify that process, it makes your life a lot easier. And then always, always chefs, if you're out there, when you create a dish, go in the dining room, fire it, have a cook plate it and send it and then eat it as you're at the table mm. enjoying it as a guest. Very important. I think when you're tasting something in the kitchen and you're like, you know, have the cook make it. Don't you make it and then taste it. Well, obviously for the first first round, right? For the so, first round, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. But have the cook make it. This is so important. Have the cook that's going to be working the station make it and then go out in the dining room and eat it. This is really important. It gives you a different perspective. And also get other people's point of view. Uh, uh, your general manager or, um, you know, a lead captain. It's very important mm -hmm. to have other people's point of view on the dish. And then, listen, put your feelings aside. When you serve that first dish in the restaurant, see if just you don't have to talk to the guests. You don't have to do anything. Just see how much they eat and what they push aside. That's it. You don't have to fucking yeah. like, always check the plates when they come back. Always check the plates. Uh, but anyway, these are these are gold. These yeah. are gold. Uh, yeah. I know. Okay, I'm gonna put my owner into blast. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. So he doesn't like. To him, he's just like, this is how it's done. I know how it tastes like. I don't need to taste all the components. I'm like, we have we have to taste it. You know, it's it's not just. I know we're building it. You know, I know that. But like, we have to. I know it's like we have we have to taste this. Yeah. Like let even even if we taste it right here, let me let me make the the plate for you. Let's taste it right here. Yeah. Let's check out the components. Let's all do it. Let's 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 go ahead and enjoy it, and then we we critique because like if it doesn't come out to you, whatever whatever vision that you had, I don't I don't think it's enough. It's just like it's it's a one minded kind of thing, which is I guess works for what he does, but like it's it's never it's never um it, it's not it's not enough in my opinion. It's just like it's always yeah. lacking kind of you know yeah yeah I, I you know that's tough man that's tough too because he's your boss. <laughs> <laughs> That I have, again that old mindset. I will match energies. Yeah, I will match no, energies. No, 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 I know so, it's out of your hands. It's out of your hands. I know that feeling yeah. so well. Like I remember, yeah, I know that feeling so mm -hmm. well, man. Anyway, I know we gotta wrap it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, respect the owners, obviously, right? Um, but always put your speak up, speak up. Even though yeah. you might get shot down, it's yeah. it's still an always. idea. Say, listen, chef, are put you put your feelings yourself? aside? I always say, I always say, hey chef, are you receptive to feedback? I always say that mm. to everybody now. I say, hey, are you receptive to feedback? And I don't say negative yeah. or positive. I said, are you receptive? Because that's important. Ask them first. If they're not, then shut the fuck yeah, up yeah, and yeah. move on with your day. It's fine. But it's very important because some people do do not want feedback in that moment. They do not. And I yeah. think that's really important. And um, but yeah, I, I always say, listen, chef, you're gonna you, we can do whatever you want. But you're going to hear what I have to say or else you hired the wrong person. Mm. You're going to hear what I have to say. We can, At the end of the day, you can make the decision, but you're going to hear what I have to say, chef. Like, and, yeah, uh, listen, 100%. That, that fucked me up in my career, but you know what? It's worth it because I'm being my true self, you know? Yeah. Because, because Especially any, if any, like you feel against it, right? You know, you, you have to talk it, man. My G, to any chef that I fucking worked with, they knew I was nipping at the heels. 
like a puppy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was up in that ass, boy. And listen, yeah. I would fuck up, dog. If I burnt something, if I burnt something, or if I, you know, oh, killed something, or if something was too salty, dude, I would just yeah, yeah. own up to it. Own up to it. I remember, yeah. I remember burning the shit out of this fucking whole roasted fish, and uh, man, I completely whole roasted. Yeah, it was. Ugh. It was, it was bad, eighteen minutes bro. right there. I, I put it. I on can the just bottom. picture I, it in my brain. My guy, I fucked up. I put it on the bottom of the oven, okay, on the sheet pan, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. I put it on the bottom of the oven, okay, and it was it was just the salt, and on the uh, and so I didn't do it right because it, I didn't do it right anyway. I turned up the oven, right, so the flame goes on in the bottom, okay, and then all of a sudden I totally forgot about it. And about like twenty minutes later, oh you know, shit, chef is like, hey, where's the where's the salt baked fish? And I'm dude, I'm fuck. And then I open the oven. <laughs> guess what? You're guess like what? It's smoking. It's burnt. And then, yeah, I'm looking at this, and uh, dude, it was freaking black. Like, because yeah. the oven was past 550, man, like something caught, like the part. Wow. Oh, it was the parchment paper. Okay, I remember now. It was the parchment paper that, like, fucking ignited. You know what I'm saying? It caught. Mm. Yeah, it caught. So we had to, so basically, I had to, but look, the, honestly, okay, the fish was fine, but like the fish was fine on the inside, but the, the shit on the outside, the spices and all that. So we, I had to like remake the salt paste, put it on, and then we just of you know, blasted yeah. it for five minutes. Yeah, it worked out great. Listen, it worked out great, but man, all the chefs were, everybody was coming after me, man. It was crazy. Yeah, we're on like, you. Now like, hey, we're behind 18 minutes. Yeah. We fire right now. We got to all two yeah. tables. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny because I was like, man, okay. Because because I would I would antagonize the fish cook, right? I'd be like, I'm sorry, mm. the, meat, the meat cook, the meat cook. I'd antagonize him. I'd be like, yo. Come on, don't let me get in the window before you, bro. Don't let me get in the window. And it was funny because, like, I remember that time. But I was like, damn, okay. I was like, you know what? I deserve this. I deserve this. Everybody that's got something yeah, to yeah, say, yeah. I fucking deserve this. I just owned up to it, man. I had the yeah, dishwasher. Yeah. I had the dishwashers coming over, like, you know, you know, dishwasher. Like, hey, what's yeah, this burnt stuff on yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Donde lo fuego? Like, hey, where's the, you know, where's the fire? Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right, all right, all right, chill out, bro. <laughs> Wow. All right, people. Nothing too crazy. We'll be back next week. Uh, learn to speak up, if anything. Um, accept, accept criticism. Uh, put your feelings aside. But other than that, we out. We out.